Your show's rubbish. Well, cheers, cheers, mate. Oh, did we start? Cheers, Charles. Oh cheers, cheers. Cheer. I hope you hear that, everyone. Now we don't usually get to clink glasses together, do we? Because we're over Zoom. Well, but... I do sometimes drink when I am. No, doing no, it but with, Zoom. with us. No, of course we don't clink. And that's why we're in a. Be- it's a beautiful sunny day it here is. in Brighton Town City Centre. We are at the Black Lion Pub. It's cold. I don't it's think it's that cold. cold. I had my but it's big, already. big coat weather. You're in a. Sc- I'm in a scarf. You're in a big. Got a purple shirt. I yeah, that's it, a bit different. You've got a yeah, scabby for, nose as well. This is for special. Well, you know, I can't help my skin conditions. <laughs> skin, you've got leprosy, and a bit of my well, <laughs> bit of my nose fell out in my wine. Come and lick you later. Oh, how are you? I'm alright. Right, mate. Yeah, yeah, how are you? Must be nice to see me as well. It is nice. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not. It's not brilliant. No, it's not great. It's not good. But it's like better than bad. It should be it's something better than rubbish. Cheers. No, it's good. Yeah, I just could answer that. Just, it's good to see it, mate. <laughs> it's been ages. I it mean, the last ages. time we saw each other, I think, was a year ago, over a year ago, because it yeah. was like in October 2020. 2020 oh, has the, the world changed? Oh, it hasn't Topical. Not really. Not really. Poor observations weekly performed. Which is coming up in today's show. Yeah. Um, anyway, guys, thank you for uh, joining us. I'm really excited about this show, and I told you why. I have a suspicion. And just a hunch that this might be my favourite show you said of all that time. To me. Text me that. I, I'm surprised at that. I, it surprises me, but it is a very good one. It is to a very me. Good it's one. good, but best show ever. I think so. Sure. No, it's for you. It's, it's a show of opinions, mate. So we, we can disagree. <laughs> it's, right. it's good. We can disagree. No, but um, I don't think it would be my my favourite, but it's good. It's it's up there. Top 10. So, and also, Mars said also he's excited because he's got a couple of little stories. Got a couple so you're of about funny to hear a couple of little <laughs> couple funny, of funny stories, all right? So, story one. Okay, go on. Okay, so I've lost 500 quid on oh. my holiday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is oh, deeply no. hilarious. Well, I tried to get you out of that. You did, I? actually. So, I anyway, I was meant to go to Seoul uh, in South Korea to see little, uh, little funny, hairy Korean fellas in one of those shit little books that I read. And <laughs> can't say that. Can't say that. <laughs> and so, anyway, we, we put it on hold for a year. And then we had to wait another year because we were just like, can't be dealing with these restrictions. We requested uh, a refund from a company called emailflights.com. A name that doesn't fill you with automatic confidence, does it? Yeah, it's like, um, you know, I don't know, text hotels or something. It's just a minute. Anyway, I'm feeling a little bit raw today. I've lost 500 quid, much like Steve uh, and the taxi caper. So, Gary, what I'm saying to you... Do you want to split that or uh, what? I don't want to split that, actually. <laughs> but what you didn't say is they, they basically the company had been liquidated, you found out, through through other message boards. The company had been liquidated well, in I, the I'd, middle I'd, of I'd ask Gary assets. because Gary used to work in finance or fraud or something like that. So you're quite good at getting money yeah, back. Yeah, no, also I got it for our trip in um, Edinburgh. I got Edinburgh, all the money yeah. back, you know. So. so you're quite good at this, but you didn't get the money back this time. No, so I couldn't get through to them. If no. I got through to them, even if they're liquidated, they would have spent their last 100 quid <laughs> paying you something back <laughs> trust me i would have got it back but, but much funny so uh but it's okay because we're having a we're having a little drink some i'm pretty happy about that yeah so it's sort of like when someone's ill and they want sympathy it's miles is starting with that so it's kind of ingratiate join, join us on patreon by the way yeah because yeah, that money would definitely be going towards <laughs> safeguarding the, the podcast but do join us on patreon do join, no that would be that would be nice the second anecdote i've got the second anecdote is so my sister um have her best friend's brother 
He was in prison. Oh, yeah. He was in prison. Because yeah, yeah. he, um, I don't know why, he had guns in Ipswich. Now, just think of that for a moment. Having guns in a little sleepy Suffolk town. He did have the most, one of the biggest, one of the biggest uh, serial killers was what? Well, he only, he was five, yeah. but still got Steve Wright. I remember he's from Ipswich. So you do get a lot Cent- of. Centre of crime. Only prostitutes, though. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oh, please don't put that. Don't put that out. Or yeah. put that out, but with this yeah. as well, addendum. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, the guns is. Auto- oh, yeah. <laughs> I Sorry, I was tapping on the table. Guns are automatically a five year sentence for uh, possession. And automatically. How do you know that? The judge can't deviate <laughs> from that. He can only increase it. I yeah. do know. Knives, two years. Is that an AK-47 in your pocket or what? Is that a lighter? No, it's just a little uh, handgun. Yeah. Uh, You've got got to be safe. Shelby handgun. (laughs) Anyway, so he was just about to be released from prison for this uh, crime. And uh, where I will say, just to 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 follow up, he could have ordered as many Chinese as he wanted. What happened? (laughs) He got got his mate to order a Chinese into prison. Via drone. <laughs> it's just. How do they how time it like with the? Like, I mean, he must have had a mobile phone on him as well. That's another brief. The funniest thing is when I told my when my sister was telling me this anecdote, right? She came up from from the perspective that it, it was a live order to Deliveroo. So the Deliveroo drivers going. Uh, and, and what's your address, sir? Her Majesty's Royal Prison. Yeah. Uh, it's okay, cool. Um, and your room, sir? Um, and so you've got a little little delivery fella handling a drone with some chow mein and some prawn balls. Surely they don't do that. This sounds like a hypocritical tale. I think it's a hypocritical really tale, happen? which are coming up later. But did it happen? This this, this 100% sure? happened, okay. and he got his, um, you know, tenancy yeah, extended. You, you, not tenancy. <laughs> tenancy. Uh, well, it's probably cheaper than what Yeah, we probably paid. was. But, um, yeah, you, get your, you only serve half your sentence, whatever it is. So you're allowed to then... That's how you give, like, punishments for stuff like that. You say, well, you're half your sentence. We're going to release you. you. You can't add sentence on for something like that. Mm. But you can say, instead of half sentence, you're going to have to serve a bit more. Well, I think the judge officially said, if you give me one of those spring rolls, I'll bring it down to a month and you can yeah, stay. Yeah, justice... Um, justice <laughs> uh, can we get some hoisin sauce as well, please? Yeah, that's me. That's me. <laughs> Anyway, we're not here to talk about frivolous anecdotes like that. Well, I, I've got a little... Oh, it's not an anecdote, do you? I just, I've got something in my bag, and I just wondered if you could guess what it is. Basically, I went to... I heard we not met. I'd still have gone to Sainsbury's. I went to Sainsbury's okay. on the way. So one thing I ran out of, I, as only thing, I went. To, I would have gone as a whole single trip just to get this right. and nothing else. Can you guess what it is? Hummus? Or... What would I have liked to write? <laughs> no, not hummus. A full economy back of condoms for all that sex <laughs> yeah, that I, you're not having? No, <laughs> that's not true. That's not... Any other guesses? I don't know. I can't live without. Is it, is it food or perishable? It, it perishes. Is it crisps? No, it's not crisps. I've got, enough. I've got them by the box it, load. I was going to say Pringles, because that's coming up, isn't it? That's coming up. Oh, you've got a lemon. It's a lemon. A little one lemon. One lemon, and I went to the You're a very citrusy a character, lemon. aren't you? That's all I got. Oh, i got a, um, a, a thing of soap as and well. That's your, that's your weekly shop, done. That's my weekly shop, because <laughs> I order everything on Amazon now. It's a little game. We're going to probably won't repeat that any <laughs> subsequent shows. Anyway, this is the D-Chart Spinners with Miles Pinnell and Gary Forrester, and this is a do retrospective of... What? We have to do it in that order because we always do it in that order. Can't what we say Gary Forrester or Miles Pennell? Oh, you're joking! No, I'm really, I, jo- I am joking. I am joking. I don't care. What is the detail? Okay, Miles? it is a retrospective it. of the XFM shows broadcast between 2002 and 2005. 2001. At, that's right. That's right. Two. Okay, so in order of today's agenda, we are going to be doing our first thoughts and review of this episode, which is series three, episode four. Correct. 
broadcast on 22nd of November. We're it's gonna, the only planning I've ever done is, seeing, <laughs> is, to, out is that to remind yourself advance, to listen yeah. to the show. We're going to do some favourite quotes. We're going to do an XFM in the community special, but this is not your feedback as usual. But it is in a way. We have got some feedback from you. But I suppose a lot of you know, but Ricky responded, Ricky Gervais responded via Twitter on um, the XFM shows directly to someone's tweet. And subsequent to that, there was a shutdown. Uh, The streaming platforms all removed all of the RSK content. So... We've got a lot of feedback on that mm. and many mm. different thoughts and opinions on that, so I'm, I'm delighted to discuss that. And we maybe... put our, our own tweets out, didn't we? Yeah. Kind of on to Ricky, and he didn't even... respond, but yeah, it's, it's interesting situation. It is. It's the first time he's ever like formally accepted or acknowledged, acknowledged the shows, yeah, right? Yeah. And then at the end, we're going to choose a couple of songs to chuck into our little D-Truck spinners. Oh. Well, I barely... <laughs> Okay, I love that bit. It's alright. Anyway, so today it is Series 3, Episode 4, broadcast on the 22nd of November 2003. England wins the 2003 Rugby World Cup. Steve reminisces about his glasses. Carl and Steve trade insults about their appearances. The office headed to America. What's a proctologist? You can listen to the original show in its um, entirety uh, within the link in the description. So do check that out before you listen to our show. And then when you're ready... You can return to us and uh, for our little debrief. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. So, Welcome back. Is that what the Reddit crowd don't like? Anyway, they don't, forget that. Let's 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 yeah, let's hello to you, by the way. You're the first to download it, I know. Anyway, we'll come to that another week. Yes. But I know you'll be listening first if you're on Reddit. You'll be desperate. To <laughs> he loves anyway, the Reddit crowd. What are your initial thoughts or takeaways from this episode? Uh, it's a good show. I like the chat at the beginning. I can place where I was. I was at Birmingham Uni. Is that it? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. That's the story. I uh, it's a good show. Yeah, I like the uh, chat before Carl comes in. It's actually sometimes a bit dull. And he doesn't come in for 10 minutes often, but this time it's actually quite interesting chat. I just quite like it. Well, the, Carl, rug, the rugby chat yeah, and the gigs. Yeah, the rugby and, chat. Yeah, yeah. Cause especially the... Because they talk about that story another time. Ricky doesn't respond so well, but this time he's like, oh, is it? Oh, see you, Mum. Bye. See yeah, he oh. really gets... Like, that's, and Steve tells that another yeah. time, and he's not as funny but it's yeah just I, I quite like it it's kind of it's start you, do you know what I mean that chat could be a mm. bit boring yeah dull sorry <laughs> I, I tap the sorry. table so. um, let I, me just do an example of it and you can keep this okay. one in because it's just deliberate so this is what I'm doing but yeah. not as hard okay. with your big so. claws your big meaty claws they're, they're uh, <laughs> I know one Miles Miles bites his nails down do, to yeah. the finger right down to the number yeah. anyway for me the episode I do hear what you're saying but for me, the episode doesn't really start until it, you got that classic voicemail clip, which everyone is a big uh, fan absolutely. of. Which is like, all right, yeah, ten past twelve, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, just getting loads of people call me a time all the time about. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good. That. But I'm saying what I'm saying is not that the beginning is the highlight, but just that it's actually better than some beginning chats. Yeah, you know, quite like it. But yeah, when the voicemail is like, yeah. It just sets the tone for well, the whole episode because it, it's a, gr- a great XFM show will like set out a stool at the start. You get a bit of Ricky versus Steve in there, which starts straight off the cuff. Mm, mm. <laughs> You've got a bit of antagonism. <laughs> well, Carl versus Steve. Yeah. Not Ricky. But it's, it's just so bad. Like He gets some voiceovers and uh, he hasn't passed on the message. And that would have been, that li- as they say, that would have been thousands and thousands of pounds. 
and yeah, how annoyed Ricky, Ricky would have been. Yeah, that's a good point. Steve, Steve would have been so frustrated. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, he, he wasn't even at the peak of his fame at that time. And I know he has subsequently gone on to do adverts and voiceovers and things like that. I think Ricky had already done, done some at Ricky that point. Ricky was a millionaire by then. Exactly. Yeah. So Steve probably would have liked Steve that, wasn't a millionaire. that, that yeah. extra money. Because <laughs> as a writer of The Office, you yeah. don't actually get that much. Now he gets it as executive producer of The American But Carl's trying to make a point, isn't he? He's, he's saying, why should I be your PA? Yeah. You know, why, the, why, why are those... Why, why am I getting requests from PR companies to me to relate to you? But the interesting thing is, he does it for Ricky. Like, he's pissed off about it, but yeah. he does it. Whereas for Steve, he just doesn't even do it. Like, <laughs> doesn't bother. Well, as, we he, as he says, he says, um, you know, you never pick on Ricky because you know he's your bread and butter. Yeah, it's true. And he does have a go at Steve, <laughs> which is funny. I always think it's quite a brave thing, right? And no, I'm not, uh, not uh, justifying it over But I do think it's quite a brave thing to like, have a go at someone's looks. Yeah. And just like horrible. straight off the cuff. Bear, bear in mind, they probably barely knew each other at that point. No, they, by then they, were, they no, knew but, each other well. Yeah, but it starts point. off, in, even in Series 1, he starts having a go at him. He, I mean, normally, cutting, you've, yeah, yeah, but you've got to be good friends with someone before you but, can start taking... But, like, as but, me and you do, yeah. you know, we take the piss out of each other's like, looks. The shark eyes. <laughs> The eyes. dead shark eyes. And no, no emotion behind that. You know, yeah. lonely and you can't grow hair <laughs> else because it's like a little <laughs> child. Like a thirteen-year-old would grow a moustache like that. Bumfluff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Steve doesn't like it clearly, <laughs> but it's a good example of uh, Carl versus Steve. It's good in general. It's uh, what. I'm interested what makes it your best show ever because there's a lot of different moments in it we, okay. we'll get so Poodles but what's what's for you makes it the best it stands out from every other show I just think in terms of like the chronological ordering of topics and subjects and insults it's just so consistently funny like straight after that you've got you know the one about sex yeah. <laughs> you sure it wasn't a market trader given again Steve six, looks that is such a brilliant thing to say yeah. by Ricky you sure it was a market trader give him six yeah, bums six away, bums away. Yeah, six that's, good. that's yeah. such good use of work but then he moves straight into the Carl versus Steve story which is um, <laughs> you know woman on the tube and yeah, so, uh, yeah and the, it's the but ultimate but Carl versus it's the Steve. thing which is a oh Oh, that's, the, that's in my favourite quote. <laughs> so me too. I didn't know how to spell it, but I tried to spell it. Oh. It's just a oh, oh. It's a real like shudder, like a horror movie shudder. That isn't it? Yeah, I spelt it E U R G G G H H. That's the best way I could spell it. My favourite quote. But I love that. Like, just the oh, it's nature, and it's true. I do think that is the genetic thing, isn't it? Like Carl's often said in later podcasts. You know, I think you know talking about the future. It's like it's all genetics, isn't it? Right, that we're going to now like artificially create people who are beautiful. Yeah, they do, oh, do offer. I do see on the podcast they put they mention how they would look in the future like terrible, yeah. like they would be terrible examples of humans. All of them like were yeah. joking about their looks, but they're joking about their looks. So, but that's that podcast. Thing, no, but that's that's what is. I mean. That it's nature's little way of saying. Nothing to, Nothing see, to see here. Yeah, but that's oh, so old is that? So, so The poor little he's got Steve. big eyes. It's got big it's eyes. It's ironic, like, he can, you know, but... But it's that thing you've got to try that little bit harder. If you're not blessed with, like, natural good looks like me, you know, for instance... Well... Then you've got, try, you've got to try that little bit harder. Yeah, if you're a beard that's, like, one... Yeah. longer one side than the other, you've got to try that little bit harder. I thought harder. I was sitting there with Brian Blessed for a start. <laughs> well, In what way is telling me that Brian Blessed did a podcast educational? Is, 
but no, it is my favorite song for that. I mean, well, it's but there must be. What, uh, I, I, mean, I think it's just good. like the way Ricky sets it up. But then also there's the um, proctologist talk, which I do quite enjoy. Um, I've got something on that. I, I think you've got a little. It's good because you've got a little bit of improv comedy from the uh, fangs, but no thanks. That's uh, great. Story, that's which, actually a good ad lib sketch. And yeah. I said that's a great example of their writing process. For today, I was listening to. It, I was thinking that's how they wrote the office. Yeah. That definitely doing that. I'm sure. Like that, it just came to. They've done other ad lib sketches, but this one, for some reason, it's just like chewing in my brain. Like that's how they wrote. That's exactly how they wrote. Yeah, that's they could process. do that. Yeah, they could do that. And we're like behind the curtain. I, I like, I like just little insights into Carl's life, such as um, you know, writing your CV, talking about his the best job he's ever had as a paper round. That's, Still, that's, he describes it like so. Paper round straight away. Before yeah. Or whatever, yeah, he knows, and he's talked about it before. But you do sort of, I understand where he's coming from. Yeah, but Ricky's got a good point. You're not your own, but as long as you didn't have the papers to where he said at the time he said it's your own boss. You know, it's <laughs> true. You're not you. If any but, job, you're not your own boss. It's a paper round. But it's such an honest revelation. But I also think it is what's honest. and but then uh, that what's the biggest lie you've ever told in your CV? And it's like English, yeah, quite, quite good. good. And right. I totally believe that. And he said, he, you totally know, believe it. They said, yeah. you know, Suzanne. What did she say? She just laughed. She just laughed. That's not an, like some stories card tells we know just did not happen. But that one, he might have been told them that they happened, like we'd have been, but they didn't happen. But that one, clearly, I totally 100%. believe. Because you, yeah, it's just funny. It's quite sweet. It's sweet more than <laughs> Because he was like, he didn't want people to think he was such a good public speaker. Mm. So it's like, he talks in the most minimal amount of dialogue required to do your well, job. Ironically, English, he's very good at. Like, Iranian stuff in a simple way. Yeah. He's actually very good at it. So, What's... But it's so, so, so like, self-deprecating, but not as a joke, like, to yeah. put him down as, you know. And what's the worst lie you've ever told in your CV? Oh, I've told on my CV. That time I was MD of Barclays. I was MD I for a couple that. of years. Yeah, do you remember <laughs> that when I, was, when I was buying all our drinks for us? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I haven't really lied much on my CV. I mean, I've said, like, certainly, like, oh, yeah, you know, I've got, I'm experienced with this, I'm experienced with that. Like, Excel. I've got extensive Excel experience. And then I was what? tested on it once. Really? Like an interview. And I did. I was terrible. I couldn't recreate the table. Like the simple stuff you can yeah. do. But, yeah. I think my worst, like, interview, or one of them, was definitely... I went... This is when I just finished my teacher training course. And I went to Walthamstow School Academy, or whatever it's called, to be a media teacher. And I was like, well, it's a solid job. And I've got the qualifications. And they, they literally left me in a room for a, about an hour to put together like a lesson plan a curriculum plan so and not was, before you arrived this was this on was the job on the day literally on, on the day. day in the interview and okay I didn't lie about being a teacher but I lied the fact that I think I could have done everything that they were asking me to do That's okay. and it was fucking stressful literally an hour of sitting there literally twiddling my thumbs thinking I'm not going to get through this Karl like, Marx was born yeah. in <laughs> there was another Austria. one there was another bad one I went to channel 5 um we, we might go to Channel 5 with this. <laughs> I went to Channel 5, and it was to be a um, like TV scheduler, and you need to know like a lot about maths and everything. And um, I had all these sums and calculations to make, and I literally have no idea. I got like a C in maths at school. It was absolutely dreadful. Yeah. And I, I think I got every here. single one of them wrong. D- didn't hear back. No, I didn't hear back from the Excel one when I did the show. Yeah. But he was so polite, and it was like, oh, it's good. 
but then I look back like I didn't get anything right I couldn't do the table I said on my CV like I can do these tables and stuff I didn't know they were going to test me if I knew they were going to test me I wouldn't have said because I don't know they do do that for so many jobs some do but you have to do often often a test on an interview that you know if it's a particular vocational professional whatever it is and uh I think I've definitely lied about like Adobe packages and thinking I know how to edit and think clearly with this show I don't know how to edit. No, Miles is a good editor. <laughs> I'll give you that. That's one thing you're good at, is editing. I mean, I do all the editing for this show, but yeah, of course. Miles is good yeah. at editing. But I do it. believe, you know, when Ricky says, you know, I think I did I think I did one CV once for like Yeah, uh, you know, it's so Ricky like. And, and it's totally they said arrogant. the biggest not back and that was it. You just yeah. didn't want to do it again. And he's been so lucky and fortunate it's great. Yeah, cuz you never have to back in those days, you don't to CV to get into radio, he'd done us uh, Sean and dancing. You just get on, and you just kind of known, and you just pitch things, and you just have all these opportunities. And yeah, he, he made the most of them. He was good at 100%. it. Hundred percent, and he was like manager of Suede, I believe, at one point. Was he? And yeah, 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 yeah. And um, so it's just, God, he was just. He's so lucky, isn't it? You don't not I don't, having to CVs. I just yeah. don't think you get those situations. But he's not. He to be, he's made the most of that luck. Yeah, he I, deserves it because he made the most of it. Most people wouldn't be that talented. He's talent as well, but he was lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to I just, be in Sean, if he wasn't short for Sean dancing, he wouldn't have got all the opportunities. He would have been as talented, but, but he wouldn't be, have got the Do people get jobs like that though? Seriously, like where it's not just like Definitely. based on you know accomplishments or you know that accreditation. Is, you've or, been in media before. Yeah. You can talk, you know. But I've never had every job I've ever got is via a CV or a job application or a cover yeah, there. Yeah, because that's where because we're not really <laughs> face. We're not going face. We've sent our, our, you know, I won't lie. We've sent a demo off to a few radio stations before. Didn't yeah, never, 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 never right, heard that. Didn't want to. Next, want to do podcast instead yeah <laughs> another i love the the link that they come out of uh that's rem and animal oh that animal sync sync animals sync that i'm just saying it came up in contract animal is a good link isn't it but i say i said this to you before steve's observation that most people have most heard most of the stand-up observations on this show and not only that stand-up animals but that became a thing a theme of rick is that he always includes stuff yeah. on the show so that's a prophetic observation for yeah steve, absolutely from steve. and if you actually have watched episode four of the outlaws there is a quote from the the mum character to the son who's the mum i uh, can't remember she's a I have recognised her face. She, no, definitely. but she, no, not not in real life. Which character is the mum? She's the mum of um the, the Christopher oh, the, the, uh, Walken character. Oh, she's yeah. No, she's not the mum. She's the daughter. The daughter. She's the mum of the children. His grandchildren. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know her. Yeah, go on. So there's a quote, and and he and she says to him, um, "Do you remember the parable about the scorpion and the frog?" Now, let's go back. That was a, a parable that Steve mentions in series one, right? Mm-hmm. And that series one. And then Ricky literally recycles that whole bit in Afterlife. There's a whole section with her, with him and the woman story. on the bench. And says, it's like the parable fruit between the scorpion and the frog. And it's almost like Steve's little way of saying... Nothing's, no, it's like Steve's yeah. little way of saying... I'm going to take some stuff as I'm well. going to reclaim it's that for myself. Yours, yeah. you know, and there's a little bit of that coming up when we discuss Ricky's tweets uh, earlier this week where oh, he, yes, there is yeah. a, the sense that... You get the feeling that he's reclaiming the XFM shows. I don't ever get the impression that Steve or Carl have interest or even care, to be honest. But I feel like this is the last little part of his career that he hasn't 
ever taken full ownership. Yeah. And I think this was an example of that, actually. But if, he, if he was interviewed, he would say, and if that was brought up, he would say, yes, I was taking that from that time, whereas Ricky wouldn't. I don't yeah. think Ricky wouldn't acknowledge it. But I'm glad he takes them anyway. Yeah, I'm glad he takes them. I'm glad that Steve did take ownership it's of, his own of that joke. It's his own you observation. Know, so, yeah. And he never does that, actually. I think Steve, out of everyone, he's more unlikely to take something off the XFM shows. Yeah, and it's not like he took it. It's just it'll be in his mind anyway, and kind of like he might and have just thought of it. Yeah, because yeah. the Chinese businessman. That's definitely from like it reminds me of the XFM I said yeah. last week of the Hong Kong like oh uh, unless that's your business partner in Hong Kong yeah. called saying your deal's not going to go through. Put the phone down. And that was actually mentioned on our Patreon show. So I do pay, yeah. do head over to there to find out our thoughts on the outlaws more generally. I do have a little small hill to die on in this episode. And uh, it's, you know when Ricky says it's when they're doing the animals chat. and the, But no, Phoenix Knight's better in the office. So by Phoenix Knight, yeah, it's yeah, like And um, But when he says, um, you've probably seen the best bits. He says, no, it's only really the dance. And you get that on a JPEG. Now, yeah. you can't get a dance, which is uh, an AV piece on a, a static format such as a JPEG. You can get it as a GIF or a MOV or an MP4. You can't get it on a JPEG. So unless he's just referring to it as a dance image, a static image, then that is my small hill to die on. Sorry. And it really bugs me every time he says that, just the formatting of AV and uh, static materials. Yeah, you, what, are you talking Italian? I mean, I don't understand A that. JPEG I don't... Is, is a static image file that you use You'll probably download many of them. Most of them unsavoury for you, I'm sure. Yeah, but. it's his favourite show, but he's got that criticism. That's so, that's so like you. Because he does I've a listened. bit of technical project management. I, I do do a little stuff. bit of technical project. I do love the chat uh, later on in the episode where he's talking about the arse doctor. <laughs> What's a proctologist? Have you, have you ever had a, uh, yes, an exam? Have, have yes, you really? Yes, I have. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I've had an operation up there. Oh, God, yeah. Tell us about the operation. Oh, it's nasty. It's fine, fine. You, it's afterwards, I felt bliss. I was on morphine. It's great. But then it's like, oh, painful. Did you have a colonic irrigation? Have you ever no. had that? Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, have I you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I would love to I have went. that. It was so lovely. It's so nice. It's like, I've done it all. Like, all, everything I need to You're do with my out. business. That's but it hasn't I mean. been done. I haven't had to do it. I said this the other and day. you feel, you feel like, oh, I've... There's nothing in me. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Because every little bit gets out. I I said to my girlfriend um, earlier this week, I said, my ideal setup, because I went to a hygienist for my teeth, and I just, you know, you just, look how clean they are. You know. They're pretty clean. They are pretty clean, thanks very much. And, um, but it's... uh, (laughs) I really would love to live with either, like, imagine living with Dr. Christian, right, Jonathan Van Ness from... Uh, queer eye and he could do my hair and make myself look good and then just like sexy dentist woman <laughs> sexy dentist woman is she, is she in Marvel next <laughs> Marvel in the Marvel universe film. but like imagine that you would leave the house feeling fine <laughs> at the peak of health yeah but and you'd also, look fantastic and your teeth would be glowing and you'd keep them you wouldn't even let them stay in the house they'd be in like a shed out, so like oh, a, yeah. an outhouse like yeah. just that they stay they'd be locked in there freezing It'd be winter. great. I just visit them every day before I left the house to buy some more lemons. 
I so, bought a lemon today. <laughs> you you mentioned it. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to mention it again. I bought a lemon. But that proctologist show, they start us off with Carl's ignorance. And then Ricky and Steve then go to the ignorant ones. Like, they're taking the piss out of it. And then it goes back to Carl, and they're the voice of reasons again. It's like a circle. Yeah. Like, it's, often it's like this. It's like Carl starts as the idiot. Then they're saying, like, no, no, you can't think that's this. Is, this is the same thing. And then Ricky and Steve start on the thing, ironically, <laughs> what they were just criticising Carl for. And then at the end, it goes back to Carl being ignorant and then being the voice yeah. of reasons. It, it's actually a no, noticeable. But this has always been uh, an area of, like, great interest to Ricky. Is he's Carl's getting Carl's arts yeah. sorted? They did, they did that little video. Well, they did the video yeah. in, in an idiot abroad, and mm. at the end of um series two, they actually get a doctor which is called Frank, Frank the Doctor, which I yeah. don't know why I find that amusing. Frank the Tank. I used to know Frank. We called him Frank the Frank Tank. The tank. Yeah. And he gets a prostate it's examination. Like, yeah, I know. It's, just, it's, just, <laughs> it's the ultimate like, thing. To and get he to. walks in when he walks in, and he says, "We're going to get this guy to uh, stick a finger on his arm," and he says. And then Carl quick smash says, have I even shook your hand yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just always That's a great line. <laughs> That's why Carl's so good, because like, those lines, no, no, they're definitely not written. If they'd written, they wouldn't have worked. But he, he probably knew he was going to say something like that, yeah. but he kind of put it, he says it so well. But yeah, it's like, it's like, it doesn't matter. You know, it's not painful. And everyone should get it tested, actually, because I've never had a, a prostate, prostate examination. When you, yeah, but you're not old. You're probably about my age. Oh, I don't start. know, mate. <laughs> sort of problems no, I have. Yeah, well, I've, I've got a lot of problems. It's not much my arse. It's right head down, head down to toe. But they just arse is one of the problems. So they do the arse whilst they're there. They do everything else as well. <laughs> Gary, I know you're our resident crisp expert. Yes. And I we haven't. Like we are yet to receive our year's worth of supply of Pringles. <laughs> Imagine if we did. But Can you imagine. What are your opinions on the humble Pringle? They're very good. Yeah, they do fill you up though, and you do feel like oh, there's a it's a difficult. I want a colonic irrigation after the day after. <laughs> put it that way. But they are nice. They're lovely. If but sometimes they are not as salted. The vinegar side is. But this not is as my strong. problem with. Sometimes it's really strong. It's really annoying. You know. But this is my problem with the humble Pringle. It's like all of the flavour's gone when you lick it off. And I want a crisp mm. that can maintain that flavour like through the... Crisp. You, you kind of, you're munching a crisp anyway. No, but your Pringles... Crisp. Because they're, they're crisp. built... No, because the shape of the Pringle is identical to your tongue. So you can... Eh. But that's not what I... That is. This is Gary, Gary's advice. Don't lick crisps. No, it's all right. But I don't know. I don't like the whole, the, you know, when they do the Pringle claw thing. That's the joke from Peep Show. When you get Pringle hands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't the tube, but I remember they're always like they're always out, aren't they, on display in like a, a buffet or a uh, you know. Well, it's a classic thing because they fit in the bowl quite nicely yeah. and they can stack up on each other. My um, famously, my uh, niece and nephews crisps. love them. They love they love a, they love. I a like Pringle. Pringles. I do, but only salt and vinegar. <laughs> it's all the Pringles. Sometimes chemicals. cheese and onion, but salt and vinegar basically. Just blue, the sourest, light blue packet. the sourest of all, the most bitter <laughs> taste. <laughs> Gary Forrest. And on bourbons, whilst we're there, <laughs> what do you make well, of bourbons? I, like, I do like bourbons, yeah, I like, quite, I quite like bourbons, yeah. I don't know who came up with bourbons, they're, no, they're nothing to me. They're not, like, my favourite, no, I would never buy a packet of bourbons, ever. What is What are people's favourite? <laughs> what are people's favourite? Send us some samples and we'll get back to you and let you know what we think of them. This is the third mention, or the second mention, I can't remember, of the tomato sauce story. It's the, it's whilst not you're on the sticking things up up but your arms what it is they mention it subsequently later on in the podcast I think they mention yeah. it again so this one is the second I think 
What I do love in in the stand up, he does he takes it that bit further. He says, "No, what I'd do is I'd I'd stick a I'd stick a, a pole in there, set it with some cement, and then you know he didn't think about the return journey. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, just, I love the use of the word though. of the phrase return, return journey. journey. Yeah. It's, it's just you just, had a return journey in your dream, <laughs> didn't you? The other night. Let's not talk about anyway. that. <laughs> But it was. I, I imagine this isn't the best retelling of that story. The best retelling of that story is is earlier in series two, where um, Steve's got that real sort of juvenile laugh just behind it. And it's going, yeah. <laughs> safe source. Safe source. Safe source. Sort oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. is so much better. Yeah, it's a good mention of it. Actually, it's a completely apocryphal tale. It never happened. Yeah, yeah it never happened. It's, <laughs> it was well known. It's well told amongst people you know, before Ricky did. What is um? What are your opinions on the the some of the returning features, so like Rockbusters, yeah, Rockbusters, which has been cancelled right. for like the third or fourth oh, no, time. I know, yeah, it's ridiculous. I never know whether it's cancelled or like you know active going, but it was about an eight out of ten. Yeah, Rockbusters, it was good. And Carl in a film, because for me this is the no, worst. Yeah, Carl I was in the film. Just, I can't. But that's why. But it's your favourite episode ever. So I, I'm just. I can't compute that. But not nothing can be perfect. It doesn't go down that well because Ricky doesn't laugh. Yeah. You know they don't laugh like so. It's it and it makes a difference. It's not the best. It's not like he put a shows, lot of effort into it. I'm and it shows his creativity, you know, yeah, transposing that in a scene of Pulp Fiction, which I'm sure you've seen that film. Yeah, I've roughly seen <laughs> half of that film. <laughs> roughly half. McDonald's and fries. And I wasn't like, look, I was really, yeah, exactly. Well, they're doing the double Big Mac at the moment. God, I'm. I going saw mental. you sent me a text about that. Yeah, I loved oh, yeah, and I loved how excited you would have been about was, the double Big Mac. I've got my own slices of cheese in the cupboard. Have you in ordered the, in one the fridge? Yet? No, uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. Do you know my problem yeah. with the Big Mac? Too much bread. How this how one? Is there's bread? two burgers each. Yeah, so but you, I don't. Why do you want bread in a bread burger? Yeah, it's just like a. It's like a, it's a filler. If they crisped it up. A bit. I feel cheated. I feel like they're just trying to fill me up. I don't want to. Well, yeah, I mean they are. Yeah, you know. that's my problem. Yeah, I don't are, want. Are I you want... gonna take him to court or? Oh, I'll tell you what. You know what? Game changer burger, and this is you know, it is the the cop season we, to be jolly. Are we sponsored by? And, these no, Beyond Burgers. Have you ever had a Beyond no. Burger? No. They are just so they're made from pea protein and like um, beetroot oh, no, juice and stuff no. to make it red and no. t- honestly, I'm, Gary, I'm not, not they are so fucking delicious. Really? They are. They've got a real sort of dense smokiness they are just so delicious they're meaty they're juicy I'm Gary Runs um, but then that's the thing I can tell you one thing factually they are not meaty they seem no, meaty yeah but, but, yeah, but doesn't that make you think know, about right. the whole thing about like what your senses do they just distort how you like well soy protein can be quite tasty I'd taste but I have had vegan or vegetarian stuff before I just don't live by it, you know. Yeah, you've had a bowl of lentils, haven't you? <laughs> I probably contribute more than anyone, like because I have a lot of McDonald's. The amount of cows I have eaten, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm not going to deny it. It would be terrifying, wouldn't it? I often think about this. Do you remember when like Gillian McKeith was the thing, and she used mm. to like put all the food on the table? Well, like, can you imagine, like, oh. can you imagine seeing all of the fil- food that you've eaten in a week? All of the filth. Or imagine, you filth. or imagine, yeah, I mean, with you, mm. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. It is. I'm saying, I'm admitting it. And it's like. Uh, can you imagine, like, over a lifetime, how many sort of animals you've probably eaten? But I don't, yeah. I'd, probably about 26. I'd say full animals, like whole. We're not doing great for our vegan audience, are we? No, <laughs> do we have a vegan audience, do you reckon? Maybe well, there are some. There vegan. are a couple of little things in this episode that I like that are kind of more about, like, them and the, the sort of... Where his, you sort of get a, a look behind the curtain as to the production of the show. Like, um, Ricky goes, 
We had a listener call that says uh, that we used to pay a lot more ads. Are there more ads? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Carl's yeah. getting all frustrated and like because like, I don't know why they're more ads. Doesn't yeah, matter. Like Doesn't matter. Stop, stop talking about it. Like Carl we'll decides. Out, and then and he brings like, well, you know. <laughs> He said, we've got rock busters, we're getting back. We're getting back, we're winning back. <laughs> we're winning That's back. a great line. And great it's just, line. and at the end, is our language okay on this show? That's, I was going to say, I've, it's the only time I've heard them kind of contemplate it. And Carl's going, like, in the most, sort of saying, oh, I've had problems. I've, I've been told you to be been careful told, on Yeah, that. I've told you to be careful. Like, they yeah. have the worst language you could ever imagine for a daytime radio yeah. show. But Carl's just like, well, I've told you to be careful. Like, they never contemplate it like that. No. Like, but they don't do anything about it. They don't give a shit. They don't care. I was going to say give a shit, and then I stopped because I thought my language. Because <laughs> you're worried about the language. But lucky this is a podcast. And lucky matter. no one listens. <laughs> no, you do. If you're listening, you're very dear to us. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll meet and then you. there's that bit at the Please. end where Steve tells Carl to shut up, which I don't like that. I don't like people telling people to shut up. Yeah, it's not. He's getting back for all the shit. <laughs> like he, d- he got him worse. Yeah, like Carl yeah. got him Steve worse. But, but, but do you not think, though, like, and this is actually a conversation I've had with my partner, my humble female Your partner. My <laughs> life partner. And, um, like, she... If we have an argument, and sometimes I do tell her to shut up, and do, and I feel do. like an absolute toolcase after that. I feel just that it's the rudest, most... It's worse than any swear word, actually, to tell someone to shut up, I think. Depends what you're saying. Depends what they say. Sometimes it can be appropriate. But I know your girlfriend. I know you would. she would be in the right in, of that yeah, argument. Yeah, no, she Whatever said the, the COVID vaccine turns you into a fox. And that's oh, well, that, she's okay, like, yeah, actually, she does. Yeah, <laughs> some out-there opinions. <laughs> she I didn't say that. <laughs> no, but she... Yeah, so I did. I did feel a bit bad about that. So I do. I do feel like there are times when you shouldn't tell someone to shut up. But then it's quite funny as well at the same time. Shut up. It yeah, depends how you say it. If it's like shut up, shut up. Like that's that's an Steve argument. Said. Yeah, but if it's like oh shut up, what are you talking about? That's all right. Shut up. Isn't that that <laughs> thing from Towie? Shut up. That guy. I don't know. I don't know anything of this. Quite, <laughs> of the but, modern but world. He, does, he goes shut up. <laughs> And it's like a thing. You said a really interesting tweet, actually, which was, you know, we're talking about, you know, you said Towie and stuff. But you said a really good tweet, and we'll talk about this in more detail later. Mm. But you said how the XFM shows are constructed reality. I love yeah, that I as, as a phrase. Because that is, that is now a respected genre in BAFTA. You know, like, all of those shows, Towie, Made in Chelsea, there is actually a genre for best of, what is it, like, um constructive reality we're genre. entering next year aren't we to we the, are for, the <laughs> for this show too. Yeah. No, but we isn't that interesting though? yeah it's because someone said it was scripted and I said well it's not scripted and I thought the midpoint between complete like completely unplanned and scripted is it's constructive yeah. reality it's kind of how I see but it but it's true and it's, it's kind of funny it's kind of how that was like a forerunner to that genre mm. in a way mm, mm, in a yeah. way in a way it is kind of but it's not constructive reality in the sense I see Towie I don't like Towie I like this so it's it was kind yeah. of a midpoint gauge roughly yeah. that sort of thing but a much better version of it sure that's what I'd say but yeah I still probably got about three likes knowing my tweets <laughs> but anyway <laughs> it doesn't matter I don't no care no one's bitter not, not bitter shut right? up shut up shut up <laughs> what are your it. And the last thing on my list for this episode, my you've last covered my, most of my list. To Have be I? fair, we've this is well, in sync. I was going to say that the sort of fangs, but no sca- fangs. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I I like the fact that he goes. I don't like QI. I don't like any of those Oxbridge, Cambridge type. But because I don't watch, I don't yeah. watch them. You're a big fan of like yeah, QI great. and University oh, Challenge and stuff like that. Yeah, it's not in the University Challenge so much. That's hard, but QI is fantastic. Yeah. Usually, I mean, we say something is still good. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> no, We're not against women, but at all. But yeah, it was, used to be very good, and it still is with Sandy. There's a very funny. 
I was watching some old shooting stars recently. Oh, yeah. This is not going to work because it's a podcast. No, but say it. But we'll try. He says, and Bob Mortimer and Vic Reeves turn to the contestants and they go, and at this point of the show, I'd like to adopt the, the, like to adopt the pose of Stanley Tosfink. <laughs> I can remember that. And they, yeah, so course, yeah. if you can't see, oh, if you can't see it, they, they bring their shoulders up to, to their necks, so almost got so no like, neck, see yeah. like a cuboid. She <laughs> we adopt the did. phrase she, she, she Sandy Tosfi. She was on Call My Bluff. I used to watch her like in those days. Call My, she was very brilliant on that. She is a great she presenter, good, yeah. yeah, and it's very fitting replacement for Stephen Fry, yeah. who we're seeing a bit later today. Oh yes, our Stephen Fry. Yes, I was going to say. We've kind of got a rest What tickets have you Fry. got? Like, <laughs> you always get tickets. Well, no, people. you do actually still owe me um thir- uh, twenty nine pounds for Tell Stuart. Me this, I don't remember that. I would have told. I would have paid you straight away. But yeah, you, but obviously you didn't. didn't. No, but the, I didn't. And that's right. the point. That's the big takeaway. Yeah. In went away. What's the interest on that? Well, there's quite a lot of interest. This one. Did I mention I'm five hundred quid down? Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> I've got I can't believe losses. I didn't pay you, but I do believe you. No, it's all right, mate. Don't worry. It's all. Okay, I won't pay you then. I mean, we're all mates. Are we? Which is a quote. We kind of, yeah, Which is yes. coming up in our next feature. Now, but but let's, we're going to have a break Let's first. have a little I break, because I need to wee in another drink. We need to wee, we need to drink. We need to refresh Everyone our glasses. We need to calm just down Just relax, because just when we come back, out. we're going to do, we're also going to be looking into the RSK tweets. Yeah, absolutely. Mars is on a nine, he needs to go down to a two. Chocolate. Yeah. First time in, in my life. I but you I, don't like sweet things. I declined. I don't really know. I like I like savoury. I'm always savoury. If I'm hungry, I'm savoury. In a restaurant, I'll always have a starter, never a dessert. Oh, interesting facts, isn't it? So if you want to come to a restaurant with me to test that out, <laughs> I am willing. His number is 07. I can't split the bill, but if you could cover it all, I'll do yeah. it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy tonight, to take some um, money if anyone's willing to give us some. Well, I've just given you 30 quid as well, actually. It's not so. enough. Not enough if I'm quite happy. Anyway, we're back and it's time for our favourite quotes. Now, let's rattle through these because I tell you what, I've got, got a, a fair lot of, few. Oh, I've got a fair few as well, but we've got a lot of um, XFM in the community with this all Ricky Storm, so we'll be talking about that Ricky in a moment. Ricky Storm. Ricky Storm. That is I what like it that. is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. All right, um, here we go. Okay, go on, you start. All right. Ten past twelve, Wednesday. Yeah, I've I've got. No, I could have put in all of that yeah, speech. To yeah. be fair. Yeah, it's good. I just like this laugh from Ricky. I can't remember exactly when he said, but ha 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 ha. It's a very specific one. It's not. It's at the beginning. Someone at the beginning. Oh, um, I should have known. It was a woman. So. So. He's having a go. He's having a go. He's having a go. By the way, just one thing I want to say. Those women Carl's talking about, he never makes it clear. Are they women he knows, or is it no, someone who's heard, overheard It's those an overheard women? thing. But it's so weird, it, it, like, it sounds like he knows those women. But yeah, I, I, I'd never But a great sure example of things, because I live in London, and a great example of things, you do overhear some fair... There's that Metro column, isn't there, of like weird shit that's said on the, tubes. The anonymous person, yeah. Because yeah. you do hear some absolute crackers on there if you're at a certain time. My most adventurous tube cracker. story Sorry, is... 
I was eating an, a wasabi katsu curry on the that's tube. That's so disgusting. I know, that's Stinks. honestly, I felt like the worst person in the world, but that was the worst crime I've ever committed on. I've done that on, like, on a bus, even a sausage roll I won't get out because it's... But now I was, yeah, but I was on the bus the other day and someone was eating McDonald's, like licking his fingers yeah, and I've shit like that. And I was like, is a fucking pandemic going on? What's going on here? Yeah, why were you with, you were with your wasabi that was ages ago when there weren't sauce. a pandemic going on you anyway. would still have done it today I know you would <laughs> I know you would my next one is lion's share lion's animal uh, well my next one is animals animals yeah, we've talked about it anyway, yeah, but it's just that he's, he's very clever at knowing the exact amount of time to leave it between yeah. animal and then the S animal <laughs> okay no, no, no. Phoenix Nights better than The Office. So buy Phoenix Nights, don't buy The Office, and then that's closely followed up with. Let me know because same... this is going to be my one. Oh, so go, go on, on then. Go on then. Oh, office. office. That was yeah. We had a joint one there because that was my okay. oh, office. My one is uh. Wanna buy sex? Wanna buy sex? It's such a it's such a it's such a degrading uh, impression. Wanna yeah. buy sex? Did I tell you, like, I was going to say, I had that exact thing. I was not the best exactly bum and W1, what was that? No, it was, it was a woman. She was an older woman. She said, we've got lots of young girls. No, I, did, I didn't want to be rude, so I stopped to like, chat to her, and I was like, okay, no, no, sorry, I don't... I said, have you got a card I could take? She said, no, we don't really give cards out. I swear. <laughs> give I said, a business card. Like, but have you got a business card? Like, no, we don't. But I was only saying it... But, um, no, but is that a true fit? Like, because I've seen the massage parlours, does not ever make you think that behind closed doors there's loads of like sex and seedy shit going on. Well, on QI they talk about this, and because there's like dungeons, don't they? There's like um, celebrities, are sex dungeons, and a shit. lot of celebrities who you see are involved in sexual acts, not criminal, but sexual, just sex between each Deviants. other that you, you don't know. Yeah. It's not deviant, but it's kind of yeah, deviant behaviour. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. That's yeah, what I say. well, I'll take that <laughs> for my life. My one it's is my one. No, it's, oh, sorry, oh, sorry no, it's your one. Yeah, it's I my one. In, Thanks very much. In. I'm sorry. <sighs> that's my next one. And as I said, E U R G G G H H. I feel like it's oh. impossible to spell it. Oh, oh. because it's, it's just that you can just. It's one of those sounds. What, what is the word? It's not onomatopoeia. It's um. It is, well, it's, no, no, no. It's it's those words which it sounds like the thing it is. I can't. That's remember. onomatopoeia. No, that's, that is, is what that is. Okay. Like that's uh, how it's spelled. See, it looks good like that. Oh. That does. That is kind of okay. That's that's my next one. Uh, sorry, sorry, Johnny Depp. And I, I have used that. I'll say this. I've used that. And to not giving them credit, use that to my own advantage because it's a funny <laughs> line to do when people are coming out. Sorry, sorry, Johnny Depp. I've used it with my uncle, other people. They don't know. I don't credit. When we did our live show, someone said I looked a bit like Johnny Depp in the film Secret Window. So I'll take that. Did they? He plays some a murderer in that. So take oh, from God. that what you no, will. No, they're taking the piss out of my looks. But one person did say you look hot. <laughs> she did right at the beginning. Mm. I think we don't know. Joking. We think we think we no. She said afterwards. Oh, yeah. You could tell from that she wasn't joking. All right. But I'm saying, <laughs> Ask all right, you just go with your Johnny Depp material. Like, oh, they think I'm Johnny Depp, but I can't have one have, person saying I'm hot. With well, no, have kid. a have a starter and main with her then. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, know, you that got, got a bit of uh, got a bit of dry skin on your raggy <laughs> nose, Gary. <laughs> okay. Oh, I ain't got time now when I'm at work. I just get on with it. I'm like squiddly yeah, diddly, squiddly fingers diddly. and pies, different jobs. Go on. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I think that's because of the chemicals. I've always <laughs> liked that. Um, 
which is blockbusters but with music see you later yeah this i get I, another great use of the word of the phrase see you later he does that so well see you later because it's nothing to do with what he's saying like you would never <laughs> say that like in an actual conversation after just saying that see you later like but it's like not even if you're saying goodbye to it, someone you know what it is? it's the verbal equivalent of dropping the mic like, yeah it's a mic drop. it's like see you later <laughs> Boom. He does it so hey, well. Hey, and talking about mic drops and have a microphone, guys. We got a microphone in front of us today. We do, we? we do. We're the D Trout Spinners. It is not 100% confirmed yet the date, oh. but we are going to be doing mm. a live show. A live show. So come out, come pop, pop, pop the old trousers on, iron your jeans, and head down to Hackney, Hackney, where we'll be doing a Christmas spectacular. We will. We'll probably be doing a bit of a review of both Christmas shows. But yes, in Hackney, it's in the Cock Tavern. We can say. Did you say cocks as in to mean the, 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 bird. the bird? I mean the bird. I mean, yeah. Actually, I meant the tavern. You meant the tavern. I meant the tavern. I meant the tavern. It's not 100% convinced. Um So yeah, come down and be kind because we're going to get some of heckles. our heckles of people who don't like Reddit. us coming down, possibly. But yeah, come down and. Uh, and it's going to be probably in the first two weeks of December. And it's. Well, probably, I can say, I can say this. It's likely to be. Sunday the 12th of December at about 1.30pm. But, we'll but we'll put a proper announcement out we on will. the podcast and on our Twitter. Uh, Spinners podcast, so do keep following us but there. Do, but just generally, let us know in your emails how you feel about that. Like maybe if everyone was going to say, we don't <laughs> we like don't it. Wanna no, come. We don't want to come. No, it'd be lovely if we could see some of your faces. Yeah, sorry, okay, so I think it's my one. Is it my own? I haven't got time for all that when I'm at work, man. That's what I did. Oh, is that oh, yours? No, you, did do, you didn't do that, but you oh. didn't say that, but that was the kind of thing. Anyway, you go on, your next one. And this is a classic and something that Steve always gets peppered with loads of comments with every single post via Instagram or Twitter, and it's eyes bulging with imagined riches. Yeah. And you can say, you can yeah. replace the word riches with anything. Women. With, yeah, you can... You can replace with, it with, with anything. Mm, yeah. That's such a perfect way of, of what was written. Like, to be read out on that show. Yeah. Like, oh, he's bulging with Imagine Richard. That is steep. Like, the, they take the piss out of Steve that so much. But isn't so. it funny, though? Because he does follow up by saying, you know, he does the Brent thing with, you know, obviously rubbing your fingers yeah. together. And that was a very much a character characteristic trait of Ricky that he yeah. that, that he carried on for ages and ages and it was it was always a mock thing wasn't it he probably still does to this day yeah. but he's earned, you know by then he's a millionaire but yeah you've got every right to say it as long as you're not really being arrogant but yeah, he, of course. He, he hides it he doesn't hide it but I mean he's not being arrogant he mm. kind of you you make it better for want of better phrase you kind of don't mm. you know as long as you're being funny with it as well you can do that yeah um, well I for the crafty at most <laughs> Ivan the Crafty most. <laughs> Ivan the, c- <laughs> Ivan the c- yeah. <laughs> um, cow hit by train lands on Whoa, farmer's wife. That's got. I mean, I haven't put them in my favourite quotes, but that's kind of like that's almost too good for your favourite quotes. It's like it's just great. Well, imagine when Carl found that, how happy he was. Like he's going to be able to read that on air because he does it. He does it on and over. They had those crazy ones. Um, because he's a bit of drawer, isn't he? Yeah, it's, that is a brilliant link out. That it's such a clever thing it to is. say. It's so true. Yeah, like, you would you would say um, uh, Leonardo because he's a bit of drawer. He can draw the thing. <laughs> he can draw yeah, the thing. And uh, my next one is a uh, a bloke got through terrorist. No, an ice cream seller. That's all right then. Is that sorry? Is that Baz That's Babbing Bad Boy? Boy. <laughs> I I know who Baz Babbing Boy is. is. He? He's, an, he's from the he's mail. A, Col- uh, a columnist from the mail. Yeah. yeah. 
blockbusters were with music. See I literally just did that one. Did you just? Yeah. So you not listen to I anything I'm saying? I'm so sorry. I just did. It. I did. I heard you, but I thought you did it's the fine, bit. It's fine. Don't worry. It's fine. I'm sorry. You know what I've done before. You know, a lot I'm, of people say that we either repeat anecdotes or we repeat each other. You know. <laughs> yeah, and there's been about six times where you know we pick a song at the end. I picked the same song as I picked the week before. Yeah. I think you've got a memory like a goldfish. Your old fish gallon. So, okay, I'll go to me. Okay. It's me. We'd have to. That's all right. Okay. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Really good. Bicycle Stipe. (laughs) Just so so, Like, do you know how long I found? I was like trudging the Google for a picture of Michael Stipe with a bicycle bicycle so I could tweet that. How pathetic and sad is my life? Oh, that's good. You should Um, get more than I got for my tweets. But um, no, bicycle bicycle stipe is, and it's very clever of Ricky to come up with that on the Qu- spot. He wasn't thinking of it before. Yeah. Like, he wasn't kind of planning. He's bored that. and he buys a bike. Bicycle, bicycle. stipe. Like, yeah, but if you have nothing, like no yeah. central point, you you have to come up with something completely fresh. Yeah, and that doesn't work. He has a perfect example of something that is good but it doesn't work. Yeah, like but it's good. It's funny to do on the show. It's so like, funny. It's, anyway. Um, um, my next one. I oh, know it's oh, me. Oh, okay, um, I've just got this in two ways. There's two ways. I like. All right. I've just got all right because oh, he does it. That? Carl does it at the. I can't remember the preceding line. I he think I've actually got. I think that this is my quote actually. I guess or on the text eighty three X FM. Right. Oh yeah, tell you what. No, I've I've rem- yeah, no, I've remembered it's where um yeah, they come back from a song and Ricky goes, It's me, Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant and that bald little, little man twat. twat. Carl Poons it, alright? <laughs> that's that's how it is, yeah. Um, uh, um no, so you don't know. Some freedom, isn't it? I love that. that. Some one. freedom, isn't it? It's a tat. It's the he's so good at going into that little it's the isn't it, but it makes it. Like he could have said some freedom, isn't it? And it wouldn't it just would have been alright, but that just by going isn't into it. that little like he's tripping over his own words, but he's not really. Yeah, but yeah, he, yeah. it's as if he is some freedom isn't this it. Is it. Uh well we got rock busters here, let's get him back. Let's get him back. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic, love it. Um Why have you got to do that? Why have you got to do that? There's got to be a better way of doing that. It's kind of like one of those thoughts that is medically clearly inaccurate, but kind of like sensible in a way. You think, well, surely there is something you can do instead (laughs) of that, you know. Um, And my last one is Fiddy. I call him Fiddy Sen. That's my last one. My last one wasn't that, but just Fiddy. It's his last Fiddy. That's the nice Fiddy. Fiddy. Okay, I've got got one... One more anyway. Actually, that's good. We kind of in sync this week. No, it's not Dire Straits. No, it's not Dire Straits. Dear Streets. Dear Streets. No, it's not Dire Straits. And that is our favourite Yeah, and quotes. we are not a couple of uh, Jamaican fellas, but we do host the D-Trouts. Yeah, I know, that's so... Yeah. Are we being offensive? I don't know. I you don't know. know. Still we? come to lunch with me anyway. <laughs> they are some of our favourite quotes. Whatever your favourite quotes are, mm, do send them in. Spinnerspodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter, spinnerspodcast. Mm. Um, and now it is time for our spoilerific XFM in the Community Breakdown, where earlier this week... On the 3rd of November... Two days ago. Two days ago from when we were recording. This is Ricky Spat on Twitter. And he publicly, for the first time in actually quite a a while, he acknowledged the XFM shows by responding to a tweet. 
And subsequent to that, there was the removal of all of the shows via all streaming services, mostly Spotify. But I know a lot of people are up in arms. There's proper frenzied mm. anxiety about people not being able to access these shows. And as I said, yeah. I've got them on my uh, iPhone Same. downloaded yeah, yeah. and on a hard drive. And I've I've have posted a, a tweet to all of the places that you can download them. And I'll make sure they're in the, the link as well if you can't access the shows for any reason. But my advice would be to anyone... Do not count on streaming platforms. Do download them. Go to one of these sites where you can download stuff on YouTube. That's where you should get yeah, it from. Yeah, or get a, a YouTube converter. <laughs> but That's what I think you should do, if you've got it there, read out the original tweet that Ricky responded to. His original tweet. You don't have to read every single bit, but if you've got them there, I think that'd be really good to read out. Well, this is the context. thing. So this started with a tweet from someone called Ghoul Castle, and he said, listening through the old podcast, it's actually striking how fucking thick Ricky Gervais is. Mm-hmm. Carl's extremely poorly educated and has a tendency to say some weird stuff, but nine out of ten times, it's Ricky playing up Carl's supposed stupidly by willfully misunderstanding, to which Ricky Gervais says, yes, but Carl was in on it. He knew exactly what he was doing, and he knew why I was reacting like that. We weren't like that when we were out to dinner. In fact, on the podcast and audiobooks, we used to edit out bits where Carl laughed because it gave the game away. Mm. Thanks for listening. I appreciate the conference. I think it's good. It's a very measured response to that tweet. But bear in mind, there would have been tweets like the one he's responded to. All years, years on Twitter, people post that. It's so weird he responded to that, to that one d- the other day, like to that one. But I, I think his response was quite, was fine. Like, I, I'm totally on board with, like, and uh, and his other response, which we'll get to, I but think yeah. were very measured. Absolutely. Very measured. This was followed up Grey Fairy Cat. Don't know if it is his real name. So, Carl Pilkerton was a character all along because it would ruin my life, Ricky says. Not at all. He was like that. He simply understood the showbiz element too and the roles, in inverted commas, we played. He knew I didn't really think he was a moron and he knew I wasn't really that angry with him. Nothing was scripted. We just knew how to make the funniest podcast possible. Do you know, that's a perfect explanation of the shows if you had to boil them down. I really think he did well there, Ricky. Like, we we have criticised Ricky numerous times, but on that, he did well. Yeah. That was good. I agree with him. I agree with the way... Responded to that, and that's why I'd come from. I say constructive reality. That was my way of explaining mm. it. But Rick Brown followed up by saying, "It's a shame you're letting people see behind the curtain here no, with the podcast." I t- he's wrong. But but go on. Sorry, I'm just. He's that's all right. Totally, I, I, yeah, people like that normally they don't get it. They don't get it. But you, we should. The seeing behind the curtain is an integral part of it. But I think he's probably saying that because he's not an uh, an XFM listener at that time. But he, I think he probably was because not at that, not the time it went out. But he's clearly a fan of the shows because he's engaging in this mm. discussion. I, I just, I, that point of view is ridiculous. And Ricky was never rude at all in any of these offences. And if some people were being rude to him, mm. like I, I, you know, I criticise Ricky all day, but. In this, he was very measured and very well, he explained things very well. And Rick says, so many people I know have used these to get get through depression and hard times in their life. And for them to think it was all just fake when it seems so real could be a huge disappointment. To which Ricky responds, they weren't fake, but I refuse to let people think I was bullying an idiot savant for entertainment just because they don't understand how producing a comedy podcast works, which I... I love Ricky for saying that, actually. You yeah, know. we're not some Ricky fanboys, are we? I don't want no, to sound no, no. like that. We're really not. Like, listen to our earlier stuff. But here he was... Yeah, that guy, you know, 
who everyone knows Monkey News, he doesn't believe it. You've got you you know that, but we we. But how would it stop that? you? It wouldn't stop you from liking the shows to no, to you know that of, you. What's that thing you subvert your reality? What's it called? You know, you know films. Hmm. What's it called when you? Well, I can't. Yeah, you suspend your disbelief. Suspend your disbelief. That's it. We do that. You know, we we suspend our disbelief, and we do it knowingly. But it's still funny. It doesn't ruin them. If it ruins them for you, you're weird because you didn't get it. You try, aren't intelligent enough to understand that, of course, he knew Monkey News isn't real. But it's still funny to believe he's not. But, you know. Yeah. But sorry, I don't mean stupid, but like if you, but you should know that. You should know he knows Monkey News isn't real. I just think love it, it should and detra- still love detract it anyway. from your enjoyment of the shows. Like, it doesn't matter if it was. I still feel like the core of it was completely authentic. That are the reason why people love these shows because yeah. they scream authenticity which seems it's such a buzzword nowadays that like everything is seen through the prism of authenticity because i feel like as consumers we've all grown quite this is looking a bit too much into it but we have we have like grown a bit distrustful of the media and social media platforms more mm. generally i believe and, and so people crave that you know authenticity and it's and it's and it's a buzzword for a reason yeah right? and like even in th- something like sausages seriously like that you know every sausage has a story now apart from walls like that all the new sausages coming out and this applies to across the board about, no 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 but, but they have they have stories oh you see the farmer on, on the front you know where the farm it's coming oh, from you right, know yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. farmer's story like it's a on story packaging, to, you mean. I don't mean they've got stories like a, they're doing I a podcast I thought you were going to say like, like a little, a little sausage going oh it's rubbish being a sausage this they're, 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 they're one above us in the podcast charts the sausage. I, I hate being a wall sausage I wish I was a no but do you know what I mean they all have stories exactly. and where they came from it's, it's that marketing like, it's, that, it's that brand yeah, you, because you've grown distrustful of people you want to know where something's been ethically reared and stuff like this that don't you? clearly Carl doesn't have to believe the monkey news for it to be completely real and it is completely real um, so Connor Allen says what about the podcasts that Except, is a so, big grey area sorry what about before podcasts, XFM shows, totally natural or playing up to the roles? To which Ricky responds, same, but unedited. You're never totally natural when you're on air. You're trying to be entertaining, but our show was certainly more natural than most. Shambles. I so, that's such a good comment. And she's the shambles as well. Shambles as well, he's brilliant, he knew. Like, again, we're not Ricky fanboys, but I'm not certainly not, but he, that's a perfect response. That's a perfect summing up of the situation, I think. I really, really respect that, Ricky, for that. And it's a good, good question because on the podcast it's not more. But you're never quite, you're never quite the same off it on air as you are off it, whether you're trying to be natural or not. And Ricky got that. He's trying. I just wish he'd done this earlier in his career and on Twitter. I know, but it's the same. You know, I, I totally stand by Ricky on that as well, and I completely agree because. There is a microphone right in front of you. There and is a microphone know. right in front of us yeah. as we're recording this podcast. Clearly, you know, I don't speak like this. I talk, I, I talk, I talk more like this. I'm, I'm putting on a voice. I'm for a Chinese a, woman. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all we're, we're not the same up here. <laughs> no, um, we've got a little, little fake bottle, um, yeah. sort of leaf there, yeah, um, plant leaf next to us. After all of that, and we did actually try to get in contact with Ricky at this well, point we did. He, because he, he because did. we just really want to say, you know, we'll, we'll strike whilst the iron's hot. And we'll and we'll we'll ask him, you know, do you want to come on the show and just explain? You could yourself. end all this now, end all the confusion now by going on the show. Maybe that's him. 
I know. It's not him. Sorry. Maybe that's him again. Yeah, maybe that's it. No, it's not him again. So, yeah, it was... um, He... uh, But he responded great. He didn't respond to us, though, unfortunately. No, but maybe we'll keep trying. But anyway, this led to a massive backlash on social media whereby everyone was getting so frustrated because for some reason, and it seems mysterious and there is a bit of a coincidence or whatever, but all of the shows just disappeared from Spotify and other streaming platforms. That is... You know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all, but that is such a coincidence. I would, but to be what the one reason I believe that Ricky probably wasn't behind it, and you might you think differently, but is that someone asked him about that specifically, and he yeah. responded to that and said it's nothing to do with me. And I don't genuinely one thing Ricky isn't. I don't think he'd lie about that. I just I honestly don't believe he'd lie because he if he was behind it, it would come out. Well, this is what they said. Daz says on Twitter, why have all the XFM shows and XFM podcasts been removed from Spotify? Thousands of us still listen to them daily. And Ricky says, no idea. I don't even know they were on there. Nothing to do with me. Now... I believe it. I believe it. We did. Now, for the... A lot of people said, like, why don't you use clips from the shows in our podcasts? And the reason was, is I was afraid that we're going to be taken down for copyright yeah. infringement. And it was which you. Is a fair it just... wasn't me. Yeah. I was I was on the wrong yeah, end of that exactly. debate, no, I, I wanted to use them. Because I'm more... I just really... You're cautious, yeah. Yeah, I'm cautious and I don't want these shows to be removed because they're for the community. And, you know, it's nice yeah. that w- they Some... can exist in isolation, uh, independent of, of the XFM shows and the podcast. But it's, it, is, it is a strikingly sort of coincidence. It is a you know. I can't explain it. But you, sometimes you are too cautious with things, actually. But that is not an example of one. That's that's. You, you, I was too foolhardy. I would have gone ahead with it. But you know, because there was uh, our rival but was taken well, yeah, to the But then, which but we then weren't then sad about. We were. <laughs> we weren't happy about. It at all. <laughs> we did actually contact when we when we were initially yes. having those discussions. Point, yeah. We did talk to Radio X, who we assumed via the yeah. you know the transfer from XFM to Radio X when they, they did the rebrand we thought the royalties or the copyrights still rested with them yeah we asked them if and we, we asked we asked the managing director at that time we said or the controller of that station and they said you know from, from what we gather the rights are still owned by Ricky so that is confirmed by them at least and that's something that they weren't 100% sure were they so it's not 100% sure but it it seems like if their rights rest with anyone it's Ricky because there's no one else it could be there was no other company behind that show it was either X of M or Ricky because it's it's called the Ricky Gervais show I think that's why he has a legal claim to it if it was called the you know the funny hour something just something random he wouldn't have the natural law claim to it but he does have some sort of claim to it and I believe he owns them, but I do believe him. I believe I don't believe he would have said that if if he had taken them down. But it has caused an uproar. The people are linking the two things, and I get that. But I just don't personally think it's linked. Well, people were trying to get the hashtag "Bring Back Carl" <laughs> trending oh, right. on Twitter, okay. which is lovely. But it does feel like there is a lot of um, you know, clearly everyone was in uproar, and quite rightly so, because people do sort of depend on the the podcast for various reasons, you know. But to be fair, right, one thing I'd say is everyone who depends on the podcast for like getting sleep and stuff like that, which I've been in that position, and I still am, but I use something different. I I enjoy the podcast, but. I listened to the end of the day. You should have downloaded them by now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You don't stream yeah. them all the time. Just download them. It's Even if they're on Spotify, you can it? go yeah. to websites and download from Spotify. You can download from YouTube. You're not supposed to be able to, but you can go to naughty sites and download from YouTube. My advice is this. Go to YouTube. They're still on there. Download them from YouTube, and you've got them forever. Yeah. I don't have Series 1, for example. 
I only stream that. But yeah, I well, would I need had to, to download. That. I did like YouTube Converter for all of Series Zero, yeah, just because I couldn't. It's um, download Pornhub videos. That's a separate <laughs> thing. I, I do know that for a fact. Someone told me. Yeah, someone told you. So the XFM Appreciation uh, Society on Instagram, who we're sort of regular collaborators with, who are putting on this XFM convention next oh, year, yeah. the RSK X convention, which is happening in Manchester, just I believe. Don't advertise that on Reddit, maybe. So there's been some uh, pretty interesting opinions on that. When he answered that person on Twitter today saying about he didn't have anything to do with it, I'm surprised he didn't say, not sure what happened, but if you need some new content, there is absolutely mental to listen to or Afterlife to watch. It's bizarre how far removed he is from the man he was when The Office broke Series 1 XFM. He was conscious then of appearing different to the typical famous person. That was the driving factor for him. He wanted to appear like the every man who got a shot the mate you know who would say you've got to take up stand-up comedy now well ever since the golden globes he's acted like a fuck stain which i don't like that i'm not sure i believe i don't think i wouldn't describe it like that i think he has um been uh, he never pretended he was like some regular guy he always played up to the celebrity thing and the arrogance thing but he did it so well with comedy and it really worked back in those apart from there's some examples we know of like lowry discussions where he yeah. is a dick but like he he never tried to be the common man. Like he he always was like I'm a yeah. big celebrity. I'm, I'm, I'm he, I, and I bet just, he was like that before he yeah, wrote it. Yeah, and he it. sort of says with Steve like we carved it up early on. Oh, you would not be making sort of money. A, a, a common man, someone who wants to come across the common man, wouldn't say that. He's kind of joking, but kind of not. And he, it works during those days. And I totally I don't think he's a completely different person. I think he's he, he realizes he's got a right wing audience and he plays up to it. This is uh, continued. Uh, don't want to comment on this post. It's actually heartbreaking how much. Ricky has thrown away his ties with everyone. I've listened to the show's podcast audiobook specials for years, coming up 10 years soon. Getting harder and harder to return out of Ricky's obvious disdain for how they are popular. He's literally only this atheist depressed C-U-N-T shtick and it's so boring. The shows with the lads were happy and fun and I think he hates that mix with ego. Sorry for venting but the three lads content is so important to me it's rare you find others to discuss it with. Mm. No, it's a very heartfelt post, and I believe he believes that. But, you know, we all know it wasn't quite real. It was a bit contracted, but you still enjoy them. But, yeah, I don't think Ricky... Ricky responded to these. He's done, I've criticised him in the past, so I will in the future. But he responded to these quite well, I thought. You know, he was... He's not. He hasn't shattered anyone. Does he shatter your dream, Miles? Do you know it's not... We all know Kyle didn't quite... You know, I think everyone knows. Real. I mean, I, we, we haven't had a lot of radio experience compared to other presenters out there who host who host you know similar podcasts Zane around a similar theme but like you yeah. are very conscious of the fact so if there is that. is a, yeah, there thinking. is a conscious thing of like when there is a microphone of course things are going to change you can't be the same person you can't be a hundred percent you can't be a hundred percent authentic you can't even say the word hundred <laughs> percent you can't even do that no um but it's it's everyone knows uh, like the monkey news to say oh well, he didn't really oh, oh my god he didn't believe it oh well I'm not going to enjoy it now of course you'd enjoy it you know he doesn't believe the first couple yeah there's some truth to them but he doesn't believe it but we suspend our disbelief it's a really important thing we do in the show and we kind of enjoy it just as much well I'm talking as loud as I can Miles I'm talking as loud I've got my voice loud there. Miles keeps going talk up talk up with the hands to. you know you can um, see that either. but yeah that's what I think anyway and, and how Ricky responded here in general have you got any more Ricky responses well I will or say you... this you know on the subject of things being removed timpotradio.org which I know a lot of people yeah, yeah. use to access the mm. shows they released a statement 
So timportradio.org has been taken down from Spotify for potentially infringing con- content. The XFM Ricketty Ratio was, was broadcast on 104.9 FM in the UK between 2001 and 2005. I have asked Spotify about which content is infringing. Spotify took it down because it infringes their terms of service, something that isn't even debatable you're not allowed to post content you don't own the rights to if it was a dmca takeover then spotify would have a legal obligation to tell timpot who or what group is responsible so they can make arrangements to counter the takedown i think we can take from that that there has been some kind of copyright infringement basically you have to, to, to for that for that legal thing you have to make a claim for something so someone must have made a claim. You can't. You could put as much copyright stuff as you want, but you make a claim. Like Natalie and Brulia, we posted something with them. Like she made a claim. Like, but her company within seconds of it going on. As soon as you make a claim, yeah, that was on YouTube. If, you, if no one makes a claim, you can put whatever you want on whatever you want. But as soon as someone makes a claim, so someone must have made a claim. I do. I mix feelings on this because it must have been Ricky in some ways because we think, know he owns them. But yeah, but I know there I are a lot of people. Lied. Yeah, but I bet there are a lot of people out there who are very defensive of Ricky and go, "There are a lot of people, you know, not take these down." And yeah, what, so like to him, like yeah, oh, no, defending him because down. they want to get on his right side and they're saying, you know, yeah, right you one. you need to you need to defend yourself and like make sure that you're making money because. Um, ethically because people are making money off you off your content so i bet there's some person out there that's just ruined the fun for everyone yeah i just i don't believe that ricky would have been behind it because he like like we know and this is obvious thing to say but the amount of money's worth he doesn't need the the few quid he'd get for the podcast being you know available somewhere on his his own site or something i just don't believe he would have lied I think he would have said, you know, if he took them down, he would have said, yeah, yeah, you know, there's my contract. I just think it's like a nice, to me, it's like a stocking filler. You know, we're coming up to Christmas and I think these are like a little gift to the masses who go, I'm I'm not interested in the podcast that he does now. I haven't listened to Absolutely Mental. I've got no interest in that. But these are like a gift, essentially. Like you can, I've got the office on DVD. I've got all the specials and everything. Mm. And I would, I would pay, you know, if it (laughs) suddenly, imagine if all the DVDs in the world went missing. I would pay a good hundred pounds to have those DVDs back. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd sell my my worthless flat in Liverpool. (laughs) No, but um, you would. But that's the thing. If you think of it in those terms, as you're just saying, it's interesting you said that because, like, we're actually very lucky to get this for free. Like. It's as good as The Office mm. in a different way, but we're getting this for free, and so we should feel, you know, I'm we not saying, feel grateful oh, about he it. should do whatever, but you should feel, like, kind of lucky that we're getting it for free. Whereas The Office, of course, if you get an Office DVD, unless you're one of those guys, who, homeless people, who just say, I've just swiped nine of these from whatever, <laughs> from the, you know. You and he went pay, away whistling. You have to pay for the office. You should. It's not like, therefore, you should have to pay for the extra. But it's, an interest. it's just that we're lucky to get it. I'm not saying we shouldn't, but we're lucky to get it for free. If you think yeah. of it, how entertaining it is. You know, if you did put a pound on it, like that wouldn't be unreasonable. Like, but it's. I not would pay for the XFM shows, and you know, yeah. fortunately, you know, it's just because the rules were so different on the media landscape back then, mm. and nothing changed. But obviously, there is the royalty thing. So everything on Spotify, you do have to it's either ad protected or if you get an account you know they're not making money for it but now Spotify have moved into the podcasting space where they can advertise and stuff you know and it stands to reason people want to make money of content they produce yeah it's mm, fine you know, mm. if someone's to li- listening to the D-Chart spinners for free which they are lemons are us <laughs> yeah. or whatever 
then, you know, head over to Patreon and give us some money. <laughs> but yeah, that's as blunt as we could put it. No, um, you do get extra content on Patreon, including my stand-up, which a lot of people don't like. A lot of people have said they don't oh, like it. No, no, I'm joking. That's I, not true. Well, I didn't think so, but I was only... Like, the fact you were so sympathetic then makes me worry that it is true, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> but um, no, head over to Patreon, do pay, pay us, you know, five, that's good. Come so up. that was our XFM, the community chat. If you do have any thoughts, opinions, that was criticisms, debates... <laughs> Spinnerspodcast at gmail.com or on the Twitter, Spinnerspodcast. I'm also on the Instagrams, Duchess underscore panel. I can't get over how... I haven't seen your hands for about... And they are still so red raw. We have gone through a summer and we are now in winter period. And they are so they're, they're coarse. Red. They're red, yeah, they're coarse. I mean, I can't God. stroke a chicken without it <laughs> without it being quite agitated. So I, I just can't do that. Do get in touch, with, especially this one. I really want to hear your thoughts. I wanted to say that. Like, if I really want to hear your thoughts on this particular because yeah, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think Ricky did take them down? It's a very big coincidence, but I kind of on Ricky's side, but I'm willing to be swayed on that. We'd be interested to hear I your have thoughts. to say, it's one of those situations where any publicity, any bad publicity is good publicity because mm. I feel like we'll get a, a few new listeners to this podcast who have just joined us for the first time. So, welcome. Uh, you, Hi. Nice to have you with us. <laughs> and hope you're not switched off by now. But no, it goes to show, and again, you know, what I am pleased about, Gary, is just the little community, and it is little, mm. but very, very well-meaning, well and we all, like... Some have of it, to, but most <laughs> of it, in fact. No, but, but it, how fortunate it. we are to be part of this little community yeah, yeah, of yeah, XFM yeah, followers. Our little place, yeah. So loyal, so dedicated, and everyone is so passionate and has such love and opinions about it and it's great to see and it's been I've really enjoyed following it all on Twitter myself actually even I followed it on Twitter yeah, didn't I I mean yeah you checked it a couple of times yeah yeah and um, then I went into an <laughs> argument with some woman <laughs> which I shouldn't have done if you did see my argument with some woman sorry but I lo- no it's, it, I do feel very I get a lot of gratitude from that yeah uh, it's thanks, nice guys. it's nice yeah we appreciate it because it is uh, when we say little we don't mean like like you know to 10 people but it is small like there's a high seat there's a low ceiling but the ceiling people under the ceiling are very dedicated so yeah we're Absolutely. happy to take any of them as fans definitely and we are going to wrap up today because I am bored we're going to see talking Stephen to Fry. Yeah. we're going to see Stephen Fry, Fry our mate Pete uh, he's got an outside bar so I'm deeply Always excited about should, that yeah, yeah that's yeah. right don't say uh, that too much because uh, yeah, we're still sorry, recording we're just, love we're sorry, still we, recording I, I was just talking about our like, actual plans, actual and, plans. Know, so I'm going to put now we're going to put two songs into our Detroit Spinners library this is a Spotify library where all royalties are paid for legally and ethically by <laughs> the, the correct do we ever get money for this we don't get anything um, so my song and I don't know why I keep re-listening to it this week yeah and you just get those songs which just are proper earworms and I'm going to put in Luna by Bombay Bicycle Club and there's many reasons for this the, the first being uh, Bombay Bicycle Club I know a lot of people have started uni recently or probably probably September now so not too recently ago but they were one of the ba- I've always been a fan of them anyway when they f- released their first album but they performed at uh, the Brighton Centre where we had our 
Freshers' Night or Freshers' Week or whatever, and they? they were the big headline act. Did they? Uh, yeah, they were. They they're fantastic. And there was a stage invasion, and this was back when they were pretty small, and it was so exciting. And I was there on my own because I didn't have any friends, <laughs> and I was so sad and lonely. And um, no, you weren't. No, I weren't. I weren't. It was a lot. But anyway, um, then I saw them again soon after at the Brighton Centre, where we are now. So it seems very, very apt because we are in lovely Brighton. What is in this part? Not in. Oh, obviously. Oh, Brighton Centre. Brighton. So so anyway, we they performed again at Brighton Dome, and once they'd finished the gig, and we walked out in the streets, the band, literally, the band were outside with acoustic guitars, doing like they were literally busking. Yeah, but this was at the very start of their career. But I just remember thinking this: this is such a strong musical memory for me. Thinking like this is amazing. We're seeing a band that are quite big now, and that song has got uh, Lucy Rose vocals on, who I'm also a massive fan of. So um, Lucy Rose. So you told d- me to sound yeah, like she's Lucy really Rose good. Rose, honestly, yeah. I love. She's a very beautiful like um, artist. We don't. I didn't say don't, that in that don't, way. Don't, don't I didn't object. I didn't objectify anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that is my uh, song for this week, and it's a brilliant. It's a brilliant song. So I do do recommend. God, that's so out. heartfelt. I mean, I don't know. I'm just going to say a couple of words. Birdie song. Wasn't it? <laughs> no, I've got um, Sugar Babes about you now. It's their best song. Really good song. Sugar Babes. Sugar Babes are all right, and they had this. There's this joke like everyone's done an internship like in Sugar Babes, like every part. One and the, the little country. black one from Sugar Babes. Don't say that. <laughs> Especially not out loud here. No, uh, it's it's a great song. About you now. Yeah. And I know how, how I feel about, about you now. now. It's quite. It's, and yeah, it's Gary, now you know how I feel about you now. I was willing to spend. How much was it to get down here? It was about twenty-eight quid. John, have you just paid you twenty-nine. I, I have actually paid can I get the return twenty-nine quid. Money? Okay, I'll expect the money from my return on my train line ticket. There was no plugs on the train as well. Can I just say that? No which I'm absolutely plugs. fucking livid. <laughs> I'm calling about oh. your electric plugs. No, because you you need to take the Victoria the Gatwick Express Uh, you don't want to come from London why are there cheap lines anyway anyway doesn't matter like, I think we should head off now. Um, it's yeah. been a joy having you having your company with us as always, listeners. Please do stay in touch with us in all the regular ways. Spinnerspodcast at gmail.com or Spinnerspodcast on the Twitter. Absolutely, and it has been a pleasure because we've been together. You know, we're not often together. You know, it's all right looking at your face, you know, but, <laughs> but probably without a screen in between, you know. I know. It's, it's, I mean, we'll have to do it more regularly. It time. Yeah, we will. Yeah, well, every, every, every year we'll do one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we, no we'll do, probably every couple of months we'll do one, but obviously, you know, we usually Things do it remotely. But um, yes, let us know your thoughts, particularly on the XFM in the community, because it's a it's a hot topic, as hot Alan Partridge said. And uh, other than that, we will see you next show. Goodbye. Bye.